0: No, I want this town to be near you No
1: Welcome to the show and a good Friday Eve to you. Mark Aram here. You there. This is the Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show. Big show tonight coming up in just a couple of minutes. Actor Walton Goggins, local kid made good. You know him from the Hateful Eight uh, and Justified. He's uh, vice principals, really blown up. Big star. He's coming up in just a couple of minutes. Next half hour, comedian Ian Bag will be in studio. He is a Canadian and he's at the Punchline this weekend. And then the second hour of the show, I got to play it again, a rebroadcast of Celebrity Millennial Match Game from the other night. Fred Blankenship just crushed it. It was so funny. Uh, So we got a lot of fun stuff uh, kicking off. This weekend, I guess, uh, two big things going on this weekend. We've got the NCAA Tournament and St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day, one of those uh, bigger Ethnic holidays that uh, we all embrace, no matter your ethnicity, and it's uh, tomorrow. So, uh, joining us in the studio from our favorite bites and sights site, Doctor David Danzik on the Mark Aram Show. Uh, oh,
2: top of the top of the evening to you. Top of the
1: evening yes. to you. Um, are you a big St. Paddy's Day fan?
2: <clears throat> I like to drink, so yes. you know, I like a holiday that is centered around uh, having fun. Corned beef and beer can't go wrong with that. No. Yo,
1: um Speaking of which, uh, again, a tip of the hat to Arby's last night, bringing in the um, Cuban sandwiches and the brisket oh. sandwiches. Really good stuff. I suggest you check them out. Mm. If you can't make it to Arby's this week, where can folks go to celebrate St. Patrick's Day around the metro well, area, Dave? You
2: know, like right now. I mean, th- right now as we speak, a um, St. Patrick's Day is kicked off officially. Yes. So right down in Midtown on Crescent Street, it just started at seven. 7- o'clock, six minutes ago, seven minutes ago, um, there is a giant block party. They have shut it down. And there's actually a, an Irish bar down there called re That's probably going to be the, uh, yeah, oh yeah. the ground zero. And, um, you know, it's going to be – there's participating bars. There's Irish-themed drinks and shots and food specials and beans. Can I ask you a question? Yes, you may. So you
1: have rera there on Crescent, and then around the corner you have the sushi place called the Ra. Yeah, that's right. Same owner or – No, no, just, totally just separate. That's yeah, so just weird. coincidental. Well, yeah. I like both those spots, though. Yeah. yeah I think that's... I'm too old for Crescent, though. I mean, that's a younger younger man's game on Crescent, right?
2: It's it's, it's, it's it'll be lively. Down I think there. I've aged out of Crescent. It'll be lively. I've had some good yeah.
1: some good times there. Yeah, no question. What else question. we got cooking?
2: So tomorrow, the there's a St. Patrick's Day speaking of Midtown um, that rolls straight down Peachtree Street. It starts at noon. It's 135 years now they've been doing that. the parade. Yeah, the parade. I I can't even imagine what that was like the first year. Six people, yeah, you know, but they were probably drunk. So, is English Nick from '97 on the River going to be a part of this? He should be. He should be the 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 English Irish. I mean, yeah, exactly. It's UK, right? It all falls into that. Um, Another thing um, tomorrow: kegs and eggs in the Virginia Highlands. This is the seventh annual one of these. Starts off at eleven at Neighbors, and you get a a nineteen dollar fifty cent ticket. If you buy in advance, and then you can get uh, drink specials and great deals on brunch at nine participating restaurants and bars right there in the Virginia Highlands. That's a very popular thing. Even
1: back when I was college in college, they had the kegs and eggs things. I don't think those two things mix very well in my stomach. Sound,
2: yeah, no.
1: I mean, I, I'll drink beer in the morning. I, I'll oh, used yeah. to go to the Irish pub and, and get Guinness and yeah. but I can't mix it with eggs. You mix it with something. It's heartier. a little too hearty. Yeah, yeah,
2: you got to kind of. Get focus on one or the other. Yeah. What else we got um, we can, You can go drink green beer tomorrow in Piedmont Park at the uh, Park Tavern, Lucky Fest 2018. Ooh. Okay. Starts at 1 p.m., Piedmont Park. Um, green beer, live music, entertainment, and um, plenty of leprechauns are all about. Also, you know, really the, the gold standard for all this, I would say, is at Fado uh, in Buckhead. Yes. Um, and that is... That is the That's most legendary yeah.
1: place. Yeah. That I is. used to go back to the old Buckhead. The old location. The new one's nice. It's good. The new one's
2: nice, but the old one was really special. And we special. have our
1: Christmas party, the one in Midtown. That's Which correct. is also nice.
2: That's great, too. But yeah. the, the Buckhead one, it, you know, they really kind of shut it down around there. Gates open at noon, um, bar opens at 730 for soccer all right, games. There you go. You got Crescent Street tonight,
1: kegs and eggs, the party, uh, the parade on Peachtree, Lucky Fest, and then uh, close it off at Fido's. David Denzig from Bites and Sites. Uh, where can we find you online, brother?
2: Uh, follow me on all the social media platforms, and it's at Bytes Insights, Bites and Sites, B I T E S, the letter N S I T E S. My website is bitesinsites.net. And we can hear you every weekend on atlanta living with belinda skelton tomorrow one something is she mad that i hijacked you she's a little she's a little she's a little jealous i'm sorry Belinda. there's enough of me to go around. there is
1: you're you're a massive individual exactly all right thank you so much david uh walton goggins joining us on the program his movie comes out tonight it is tomb raider but more importantly he is the pride of lithia springs walton goggins joins us on the mark Aram show mr goggins how are you sir
3: I'm I'm good. I'm good. It's good to be on the air back in the ATL.
1: What? When's the last time you've been in town? Have you been back recently?
3: You know, I, I was there for uh, on and off for about four months uh, at the end of last year doing um, Ant Man and the Wasp. So uh, I had a little place in Inman Park, and uh, and and just got a chance to be home and see some friends and see my family and uh, and go to work and it was good to be home, man.
1: It's got to be really weird to you to see how uh, how much stuff is being shot and filmed in Atlanta now. It's it's unbelievable.
3: Yeah, yeah, it really is unbelievable. And there was a you know a time when when I when I first started where you know uh, there was a there were a number of things kind of being filmed in, in in Atlanta, but it God it pales in comparison to to the what's happening there now. It, it's extraordinary, really. I mean, it is kind of the Hollywood of the East. Everybody is, is going to Atlanta, and, and I understand why, you know. Um, the people, first and foremost, and the, the, the food and the, the culture and, um, and just, just the, the craftsmen. You know, there, there are so many craftsmen that are, are in Atlanta in the film business now, and, and, it's, and it's really cool to see that kind of economy grow in my hometown.
1: I tell you what, the uh, the meteoric rise of Atlanta as as the Hollywood of the South has kind of mirrored your career at meteoric rise. Uh, y- you're on a roll, my friend. You are just crushing it right now.
3: You know, a day a day at a time, man. You know, I I think you you, you endeavor to live uh, uh, an, an authentic life, and and you don't look at uh, the mountains that that are left to climb you just look at the the mountain that you're climbing right now and and that's just been my, my motto from from day one you know i've lived in los angeles for almost 27 years now i left i left home when i was 19 and um, and while i've probably only been in la 12 out of those 27 years from from being on the road i i've never never wanted to be anybody other than than me and, um, and and I, I think that has uh, given me an opportunity to kind of keep my sanity and, and therefore not compare my, my journey to anybody else's. And, uh, and I'm just just grateful, really, for where I am right now.
1: Walton Goggins joining us on the Mark Aram Show. Tomb Raider opens uh, today, March 16th, on a Friday. Um, definitely go check it out. If you don't mind, let me ask you about a movie that I cannot stop watching. I saw it in the, in the movie theaters and I've probably seen it 20 times at home. It's called uh, The Hateful Eight. Um, to me, it laid out like a play. Like, this could have been a play, because most of it was set inside the, the, the cabin there. What kind of an experience was it like to have a, a film? I mean, there were, there were some outside scenes, sure, but it was basically all in that one room. What was that like as an actor?
3: Well, I mean, it's, you know, first and foremost, the eighth movie by arguably one of the best directors uh, ever. in in this medium and that you know it's quentin tarantino and whenever you get an opportunity as an actor to to say even a sentence or a word let alone a monologue that was written by quentin tarantino on screen um it doesn't get better than that mate It, it just it just doesn't and uh and and that's that's exactly how he wanted it to be you know this 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 play aspect of of what you're what you're describing and he shot it in 70 millimeter and, and that's a format that sees quite a bit uh, inside a room. And so to be on set every day with uh, Kurt Russell and Sam Jackson and, and Tim Roth and Jennifer Jason Lee and, and Michael Madsen, uh, you know, it's, it's, those, those people are my heroes and, and, and have been for, for a number of years. And, uh, and, I'm, and I'm fortunate at this point in my life to call them not just friends but really dear friends. Uh, it I, was uh, it was a real dream come
1: true. Yeah, it was it was a beautiful movie. And again, it's one of those movies that if it's on uh on like HBO, even if it's 30 minutes in, an hour in, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to sit down and finish it. It's it's just that good. And uh you did a you did a really good job on that. Let me ask you, LA Confidential, what's going on with this? Is there, are, is there going to be a redo of LA Confidential?
3: We're going to do a, uh, I'm going I'm to do this show, man, and uh, <clears throat> we'll see. We're just doing the, the pilot right now, but it is, it's not a remake of the, of the movie, mm-hmm. or, or else I wouldn't be in it, because yeah. how, how can you remake uh, something that is flawless, that so is that good? good? So um, good. But, but it is a telling, a retelling of, uh, of, of James Elroy's novel, and, and the movie was really based only on 10% of the novel and and I, I live in los angeles now and and have for a very long time it's it's my it's my home and and i believe that you can only love a city more when you understand it you know um uh, even better and and it's it's uh it's it's really good man i'm i'm really excited about it we we start production uh next week
1: I was a big fan of the original film. Obviously, you mentioned it, flawless movie. But it's weird, you know. I, I've been to LA quite a bit. I've never lived out there, but I love LA period pieces for some reason. Uh, I just, I for some reason, I, I romanticize the 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 LA period pieces. The, was that a draw to you as well to to go back to LA of yesteryear?
3: Yeah, you know it. W- yeah, it was. Yeah, and it is. Um, I, you know, it is. It is r- romantic, and it's also. Full of conspiracy and and payoffs and and corruption and and yet it's uh, I, I don't I, I don't I don't quite know how <clears throat> to describe it, but but it's a uh, it is a period of time and and I, in this particular city's history that is infinitely interesting and it's and it's interesting to me I, I've read a lot about Los Angeles There's a book called The City of Courts which is a, a, an unbelievable read, uh, but, but to see this world through James Elroy's point of view, uh, and to really kind of go back and, and look at some of these, the seminal kind of uh, corruptions, if you will, that, that were going on in Los Angeles in the, in the 50s and the 40s and the 30s, um, it's, uh, yeah, man, it's interesting. It's really interesting how a place evolves over time.
1: I look forward to that LA Confidential Tomb Raider in theaters today. Go check it out. Uh, Walton, we're all proud of you. Lithia Springs, all of Metro Atlanta. We, we, uh, love your work and we're, we're very proud of, uh, the career you've taken off, my friend.
3: Thank you so much. My love to AGL. My love to Atlanta and Westside. <laughs> Thanks, Ben.
1: <laughs> Thanks so much to uh, Walton Goggins. I didn't even get a chance to ask him about uh, Justified or Vice Principles. Good stuff. Lithia Springs kid done well. Hang tight. We'll be right back Friday edition of The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back, Friday edition of The Mark Aram Show. You can hear this program Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB with myself, Longoria, the Stoic Eskimo, and Low T Chuck. Um, and, and it's really cool. And we found out uh, doing some research a lot of folks now listening to the program at home and not on their radio, but on their like Amazon Echo. All you have to do is uh, say, uh, whatever, Alexa turn on WSB, and from 7 to 9, you can listen to my show while you are cooking dinner, whatever you're doing, your chores around the house, whatever. Well, that's pretty cool. So uh, usually folks just listen to the Mark Aram show in their car, but now we're getting a lot more listeners at home because of uh, those in-home listening devices from Google and Amazon and all that stuff. So that's pretty cool. So thank you for doing that, all the folks, because we get that research in, and it's, it's crazy. In the last three months or so, so many folks are listening to us at home on uh, on their Amazon Echo. So I appreciate that. That's very cool. Um, what do we have coming up? Uh, millennial Match Game, a replay of Millennial Match Game with Fred Blankenship, Celebrity Millennial Match Game. Ha, hilarious. So funny. You got to stick around for that if you missed it the first time. I've never had uh, so many folks comment on it. Speaking of commenting, you can comment to me 24-7 on the social media platforms, uh, on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Arum, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. Facebook, Mark Arum W S P. And I kind of dip into Snapchat once in a while. I really don't know what I'm doing there, but it's Mark Arum Show on Snapchat. Hang tight, news, weather, and traffic next. It's the Friday edition of The Mark Arum Show. Welcome back. Friday edition of The Mark Arum Show with you Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. on News 95.5 and a.m. 750 WSB. Jordan's in studio now, a comedian from up north. He's at the Punchline this weekend. Tickets available online at punchline.com. Ian, how do you pronounce your last name? Bag, B-A-G-G?
0: That's it, right there. Like a bagel. Like a bagel? Minus E-L. Like a bag with uh, a second G. <laughs> That's how I pronounce it.
1: Well, welcome to Atlanta. Uh, Thank well, you for well,
0: having me to your fine village.
1: Yes. Um, I'm going to ask you a question. So you're yes. from Canada. This I has, am. This has nothing to do with comedy. Okay. All right? all right. Where in Canada are you from?
0: I'm from northern British Columbia. So uh, above uh, Vancouver near, West Coast. near Alaska. All right. Yes. So
1: here's the deal. I talked about this, about this uh, on the show the other day. Okay. I'm thinking about buying an island in okay. Nova Scotia.
0: All right. I'd do it. Right? Yes.
1: It's insanely uh, cost efficient. Right. It's a 37-acre island. It's got a house on it already built. Right. I, am I missing something?
0: Uh, there's got to be something they're not telling you. Can, can I ask how much they're selling it
1: for?
0: $325,000. How old's the house? Mm, 10 years
1: old. Three bedrooms, three baths. There's a guest house. I would
0: probably do, I would probably do some sort of uh, probably wind energy or solar energy and try to get it off the grid with the uh, with the Tesla battery. Okay, that's what I would probably try to do, but other than that,
1: because I, I plan on retiring in three years and, I, and that would be my summer home. I mean, I just want to be would you have somebody people. live there year round? No, 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 just me during the summer. And then in the winter, because it's probably going to be too cold in the winters, right? To... It
0: might be, but you might be able to find somebody like a caretaker that takes care of it. Rent it out. Yeah, or yeah or rent or it or out. But, but if there. you have that solar, solar that that battery, yeah. and you're able to get off grid a little bit easier...
1: First time you've ever talked about real estate on a on a radio show? on a, on,
0: a, for, for, on an interview on an interview for comedy, yes, yeah, yeah. But if it's it sells, so, it, yeah, I I am all into that kind of stuff. It's so
1: because so, I'm on this. Uh, it's been my dream to to buy an island and live on it. That's awesome. So I'm, I'm on this email list. I forgot the name of the email company. It's like Islands for Sale or something.
0: It's called Live by Yourself. And most exactly
1: right, Hermits in, yeah. in making. <laughs> Hate, um, and and most of the islands are like in the Caribbean, and they're like five million dollars, right. three million. But Absolutely, just one popped up, and I I'm from Connecticut, so. I'm used to the cold. Right. I love the the Atlantic Ocean. And I was like, 325,000 U.S.
0: U.S. The summers there are amazing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. You've yeah. put my
1: mind. In. I'm going to go check it out, obviously, I first. would go check. Yeah, yeah, I would
0: just... I would... Um yeah, I'm curious about it myself. To yeah. be honest with you, I, I, our, our retirement home is in Cape Charles, Virginia. Oh, beautiful! Yeah, so I like that kind of. It's on the, uh, it's on the peninsula there, which yeah. is kind of an island because it, it barely touches. But it's, I like that. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. All right, so yeah. we're simpatico when it yeah, comes yeah, to yeah, retirement. Yep, yep, plans. yep, yep, yep. You know what I
1: could do? What? Uh, in the winter, I'll come down to yours, and in the summer, you come up to mine. We'll, okay. We'll kind of be like buddies. Okay. Yeah, retirement. Okay. Buddies. Yeah, I like it. All right. B- back to the comedy. Ian okay. Bag, He's at the punchline tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday. Tickets available uh, at online at punchline.com. Uh, you've been to Atlanta before. Where are you coming I in have- from now?
0: I am coming in from Long Beach, California. That's where I live. So, yes. Uh, So, I flew in last night, forgot my wallet on the plane. So, I'm walletless. You know, I'm one of those idiots.
1: Did you have you placed a claim? Yes, I did. They they just
0: actually contacted me while I was on my way over. They have it. They have it. Yeah. Yeah. I I
1: did that once. I left my uh, rain jacket on a plane. Oh. And I went through there and they never found it. They never found it? No.
0: I'm sure there's some things that they just keep for themselves. Yeah, it's a nice rain jacket. Yeah. But
1: I did, I once left my wallet on the plane. Um, cause I, I, it's annoying in my back pocket, right. so I, sometimes I'll put it in the little compartment in the seat in front of me, yep. and I forgot it and left and walked out of the plane, and I realized as soon as I got off the jetway into the terminal, right. and I turned around, I'm like, oh no, I left my wallet, and they are like, we can't let you back in.
0: I remembered when I got to the hotel. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So it was a little bit more, and I guess it had turned around and left again, oh, so, no! yeah. So it's in, it's in D.C. right now, so I'm trying to figure out, do I just get it sent home? No, you need try it back to, here. I, well, that's what I was thinking. I kind of needed it here, but they're giving yeah. me that choice. I, but it's kind of like... Could I live without a wallet? No, for three days in no. Atlanta. Well, you could, but getting it's home like going is going to be the grid. problem. Going home <laughs> yeah. is going to be the problem. Well, I already checked that out, and they said because I have because I'm a, a higher class with United, and I fly all the time. Yes, and th- what they do is they take in, they just do an extra search. Are you an American citizen? I'm not. I'm a green carded citizen. Trump will never let you. Get I that know plane. he'll Boom. wall me out of the place. <laughs> he'll never get you out of the place.
1: Well, that's cool, but I had to wait um she's like once the plane to board or unboard whatever they call it right i'll go in and, and check where you're sitting and, and then she pulled it out and got it and did she rolled her, her eyes yeah no no she was okay. very nice i gave her a nice tip oh that, that's nice yeah. yeah because that would i don't I mean, know who i'd tip this night. i'm glad i remember though right as i left not all right the way the like me like dorky mcgee over yeah. here see do you need money i mean can i give no, you something I'm good. no I'm, you sure? I'm actually
0: i what i did was i canceled three credit cards and mm. left one open okay and it's uh, it's on my um, it's on my um, Apple Pay phone. Nice. Yeah, you kept so, that
1: Discover card yeah. active. Yeah, That's the Discover.
0: One. Thanks for thinking <laughs> that. Out. Thanks for thinking. I'm classy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ian Vagan studio talking about real estate and air travel. Um, I suspect there'll be other topics covered tonight at the Punchline. Um, you've you've had a couple of big pops on some big TV shows in in my uh, pre-show research. I've
0: done okay. I've done some. I've done uh, last Comic Standing where I placed in the top five. Awesome. And uh, uh, they uh, it was the last episode, so we all placed second place, is what they said. And yeah. through the, th- the other four that didn't win. But it was a guy named Clayton English from Atlanta who won the year that I did. Yes. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, and then I've had a couple specials. I just had another special come out on uh, Amazon and Google Play. And also it is on iTunes. It's called Conversations.
1: OK, so, so I, I have Amazon Prime,
0: right? I think you get
1: it with. it. Yeah, I do. I just don't know how to figure it. I can watch it on my computer. I just haven't figured out to watch it on my TV yet. I'm technologically an idiot. I well, I really it's
0: am. I am too, but it's kind of annoying. They, they they come up with these things, and then they just they don't make it easy for you to do that. Yeah. As soon as they figure out how to make it, just easy like <laughs> like they give you the, they give you the the technology a little too quick without the without the simple Know-how. yeah yeah. yeah how how does
1: that happen? How do you get Amazon? Do they come to you? Do you go to them? How does that work? Uh,
0: out? I did it with a company called Comedy Dynamics okay. and Paul Miller Productions. And then they they went out and sold it so they sold it and they also they sold it to a couple different places it's like on its own uh uh like Xbox I think and it's on um uh direct TV on one of their channels okay. you can purchase it for like three dollars or something to nice. watch it so it's all over the place it's it's so many outlets to put out a special yeah. now as, as a comedian, I would imagine in 2018, that
1: there there it's a double edged sword because you have so many outlets like you, mm-hmm. you i can see you on apple on google play on amazon on direct tv but also it like there's so much content out there now
0: right there's so much content out there i i i discovered a show 2 weeks ago called the detour on tbs mm-hmm. And it is one of the funniest shows I've ever seen. It's been on the air for four years. I've never I found heard. I've it it. L- never heard, <laughs> I've it never it heard because of it. I never get to TBS. I, I never, I never flip through the channels. Yeah. And I just happened to be staying in a hotel, and it landed on this, uh, and I ended up watching a, uh, a marathon of the Detour, and it is the funniest thing I've ever seen. I'm glad you seen. said that. I but need something
1: to binge watch. So. Y- y-
0: you'll love it. Yeah. It's so it's just out there and stupid and funny and well written, but it's. It's back to that saying, There's so much content yeah. out there. It's overwhelming how much content. It's 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 almost like it's um. It, the news is like that too. Yeah. You know, like there's. I, I'm sometimes I'm like oh, I'm just gonna go to the gym because I'm gonna rest my head, and then I'm on MSNBC, yeah. and then I'm, <laughs> and I'm scared everything's falling apart. You know, so it's it, you can you can just it's just you, so much.
1: You may you bring up a good point though. Channel flipping is dead. I never right. channel flip. There's no. no, I'm not. I'm never scrolling through. The only time I'll scroll is I'll uh, I'll hit guide and I'll see what movies are on. Mm-hmm. Like I'll scroll through the movies. I'm like oh, I've seen that. I've seen that. I've seen that. I don't I know
0: it. if I do. I don't know if I scroll, and I don't know. I think. Um, I think most of the TV I watch is, I, I do, I have direct TV, so most of the TV I watch is already pre-recorded, and the stuff I watch live is, is sports. Yeah. So, and, and... Hockey? Uh, I do a lot of hockey, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So... Channel 215 a lot How of is,
1: uh... The former Atlanta Thrashers doing. Uh, at they're Winnipeg actually my now. team, the
0: Winnipeg Jets. Yeah, they're, I love the so Winnipeg sad Jets. It's so, so sad. Yeah, but Buffy, he was he was here Buffalo. Yeah, uh, he's doing great out there. They 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 honestly they're legit this year. Good. They, they there's a, they're, I would say top six. You're gonna feel really NHL. bad for me in about thirty
1: seconds. So I grew up in Connecticut, uh-huh. a Whalers fan.
0: Oh, teams just keep moving. They leave, go to Carolina, oh, win the man. cup. If if you move to Vegas, people are just going to get <laughs> freaky. That
1: I heard that organization's
0: just, just killing it. Insane, selling out. They're selling doing out. well. They're doing well. Yeah. We won so many games. Uh, just the the the. the, the the town has embraced itself to the hockey team yeah. because it's basically their first professional. Team, exactly right. So, yeah. so I, I and, and they had they had a minor league hockey team there that they did really well with. Mm-hmm. So I think they already had kind of a leg up. So because people had already embraced themselves sure. to that sport. But I'm curious because football is moving exactly. there. Exactly. Will it be the same? I think so. You think? I think so. Yeah. <sighs> I just don't because it's the Raiders. I would have, I would have moved the Raiders to Los Angeles and uh, The Chargers to Chargers yeah. to, because I, th- I think I think Vegas would have embraced a football team no matter what. But I think with with the Raiders, will Las Vegas embrace it because Raiders fans are so California based? Yeah. Will well, they- I don't
1: know. There's Raiders, definitely. The Oakland fans are are crazy diehard, but. There's Raiders fans all over there but
0: they all you know they all fly to Oakland for yeah, the day for the you know yeah, it's it's crazy so I'm guessing Vegas is going to do that as well it'll yeah. be the same thing I just I it's going to be the hottest the hottest like stadium exactly. it's got I guess it's got to be covered right Yeah I I mean I go out I go out to Vegas
1: a couple times a year usually in the summer for the World Series of Poker and it's like 117 yes. degrees outside stupid it's insane Do crazy. you do you play Vegas
0: I play Vegas uh probably about 2 or 3 times a year I'll do the uh, Tropicana uh hard rock uh sometimes open for Gabriel Iglesias is one of those things so very cool yeah it's I, I like going there it's, it's, as, it's fun. as a comedian from Canada uh you had to get out right in, in yes order to, absolutely yeah and you yeah.
1: chose the 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 left coast why
0: uh I started in New York oh okay yeah I started I started stand-up in Vancouver ended up in New York and then started traveling doing commercials and going out out to La and Growing up in the middle of nowhere and cold, I was like, this is really nice. (laughs) Do I have to be in New York because it still snows there? And they're like, no, you can be in L.A. I'm like, okay, I'm going to live in L.A. Even though I love New York. I did love New York. But having nice weather all the time is completely...
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's a game changer. Yeah. Um, and that's why I'm sad Winnipeg left. The Jets left because they had better weather in Atlanta than did. They Winnipeg. had way better weather. So sad. So and now sad. Hartford, but isn't <laughs> they
0: got way better weather in Carolina.
1: Exactly. Uh, can you hang out one more segment? Absolutely. All right. Ian Bag is in studio. Funny chap. That's a British term. I don't know why I said that. But like he's, a, he's a funny guy. Uh, he's at the Punchline tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday. Tickets available online at punchline.com. Hang tight. It's the Friday edition of The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back. Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show with you till 9 in the p.m. Monday through Friday here on WSB. Coming up after news, weather and traffic, uh, a rebroadcast of the other night's Millennial Match Game with uh, Fred Blankenship from Channel 2. If you missed it the first time, stick around. You will cry laughing. It is that funny with uh, Alex Williams and Michelle Wright. You will cry laughing tonight. Good tears uh, if you go to the Punchline to see our guest, Ian Bag, He's at the Punchline stage tonight, tomorrow, and
0: Sunday. And then we're off to. Where are you heading I'm next? off to Chicago. I go home to Long Beach, and then I go to Chicago. And then the week after, I go to Orlando, uh, uh, Pittsburgh, San Jose, and then I'm in Australia for three weeks. Assuming you get your wallet back. Uh, assuming I get my wallet back. Yeah. Assuming that people <laughs> are nice. We are—it's the South. We're very—we're oh, much like Canadians. You guys are much like Canadians, but yeah. with sweet tea. Exactly—that's the difference. And, you and
1: weirder accents. Man, you guys got some sweet tea. Do though. you, as a as a Canadian, do you find the Southern accent uh, adorable? Uh, yeah, like do you do
0: you dig yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, the women that I've fallen in love with in my life have had right? Southern accents. Isn't it crazy? Yeah, it is. It's different from a guy, but, like, <laughs> they, but but yeah, yeah. Southern accents on women are just the hottest. No, women. I have I have friends. We had it when I was in high school. We had a kid move to uh,
1: to our town from Texas, right? And we called him Tex. We were very creative, right, making right, yeah, up yeah. nicknames. Right. Every girl fawned over this kid simply because of his accent.
0: I, I even on the guys, it's pretty cool. I like I like I like somebody that kind of mumbles a little bit too with their southern <laughs> accent. So blah, 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 blah. I like that. I like that a lot. So. Uh,
1: good stuff. Uh, Ian, we, we love you, obviously. We want to follow you your guys. career. Where can we find
0: you online? You can, uh, you can li- oh, go to ianbag.com, I A N B A G G.com. If you want to follow me on Instagram, which will be mostly pictures of my dogs, that's Ian Bag at Instagram. Uh, Ian Bag Comedy on Facebook. I don't do Twitter. Okay. And if you want to listen to my podcast, it's called National Bag Radio, and it comes out on iTunes every week. And it's just me and my friend from St. Louis just talking about just life. So we don't have guests at all. We just talk. Life.
1: Can I ask you a personal question? Yeah.
0: The podcast, I,
1: I don't listen to podcasts yet because I just don't have time. Right. What average listenership? Like you post a,
0: the podcast up. Do you, do you get numbers? Does it show yeah. you how many people yeah. listen? Yeah, I I I have a very small podcast and I get about five thousand listeners. That's so amazing. We, yeah, it's pretty good. That's great. Yeah. So so yeah, it's just been it's been nice. We we uh you, you to make money off it, you need to do about ten thousand. We okay. have uh, we have some people interested that want to advertise with us. But they want to wait until we get to 10,000. We've only been doing it for about seven months or something that's, like that. That's fantastic. So, yeah, it, it's it's fun. We
1: post a podcast of this show every uh-huh. day,
0: and I, I have
1: no idea how many listeners, but I know I'm sure it's you get... nowhere close to 5,000. No, you must get tons. No, definitely not. Really? Maybe 300. But uh, Really? Yeah. But, I mean, mm. the show is listened by half a million people right but I don't know about the podcast just, they're just not a podcast yeah. yeah that's fantastic yeah. Well, some, of the guys, some
0: of the guys that get the podcast numbers yeah like guys are millionaires off of podcasts it's, it's a whole new world they've left radio gone into podcasting and made more money I'm a thousand thousandaire thanks to this me show me too that's why we're getting that place in Nova Scotia exactly brother thank roommates. you so much for coming
1: in <laughs> uh, Ian Bag. check him out online I'm, yours will be the first podcast I listen to so there you go oh, five thousand and one uh, he's at the punchline this weekend. Go check him out. Uh, punchline.com.
0: Go to sleepy little baby.
1: Guests of the Mark Garam show stay at the All-Sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's magnificent mile.
2: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts.